Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 218. 218. We're legal in the two for the 200s. Ah, uh, okay. We're legal for the 200s. Fine. We can vote now. Great. If we're in the 200s. Yeah, we can be, yeah, we can be drafted 218 if we're in old. the 200s. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing you're saying makes any sense right now. <laughs> Don't you sometimes you're live crazy, in the 200s? You're a crazy person. Don't you live in the 200s you're, sometimes? You're the really crazy person we're talking about on this podcast today. <laughs> You little maniac. Uh, you know, there's plenty. What a lunatic. Of, plenty of maniacs, uh, you know, involved in uh, this week's movie, especially in the making of it. Whoever designed uh, some dummies, we might talk about later on in the episode. Tell you, man, I see dummies a lot. Uh, yeah, these dummies though are the saddest things I've ever seen in my life in a movie. I mean, they're, they're pretty. I mean, it's just like, what the fuck's going on? So uh, this is the B movie breakdown. I'm Corey. Yeah, I am here. Nick's here. Absolutely. We uh, we do this podcast every week, and it's a. I fucked it up because I was gonna say it's, it's a, a it's a treat. It's a weekly podcast referring the human enjoyment and awesomely bad films of the past, the present, and the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Got it. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode at the end of the podcast, so you two can join in on the madness. So stay tuned for that at the end of every episode. I've got some mass you can join. Make sure you stay tuned. Stay tuned. Speaking of stay tuned, I've talked about that movie a lot on this podcast, and we've never been able to watch it. But in January, it is finally coming out on video. Well, that's a little that's a little preview, little uh, I'm so little foreshadowing. I'm so fucking excited to see. I haven't seen the movie in so long. I can tell your it's pants a, look real tight, dude. It's a fucking. I watched the movie whoa, so much when I was a whoa, kid. Whoa, this table is starting to slant from that huge stiff you got in your pants. Yeah, right a now. huge John Ritter boner. Oh, well, don't call it that. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna try and combine his name with boner. You don't need to. The man's I, I, not alive anymore. We don't need to do that to his name. I do like a good John Ritter though. What? I do like a good John Ritter. Yeah, John Ritter rules. Yeah. He rules and stay tuned. So yeah. I can't wait to eventually watch that for the podcast and be able to see it after all these years. Since it's not been available on any sort of uh, DVD true. or anything like no, that. No so DVDs. Super pumped about that. No but anyways, uh, you know, you can follow us on social media at B-Movie Breakdown. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those places. Also, you can message us uh, on our email, bnbpodcast at gmail.com. If you want have suggestions, uh, you know, send them there on Instagram and send them to our email as well. Uh, or not email, I meant uh, reviews on the wow. iTunes and stuff like that. And uh, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes and everywhere you get fucking podcasts. You can. They're all over the place. We also have a wrestling podcast. It's called The Reversal. You can find that everywhere you get podcasts as Absolutely. well. And at Reverse This on social media. Nick, what do you got to plug? Oh, I would just like to say if you want um, to listen to me and my good friend Zach talk about crazy creatures and paranormal phenomenon, you should listen to Weird and Feared, where you also get all your podcasts. And then follow that on the Instagram and follow me at Scatterville Stories to see drawings and things that I post that are art related. Do you, uh, mm-hmm. on that other podcast you do, do you uh, sometimes wear it and sometimes fear it? Actually, I always wear it and fear it. Yeah. Oh, all right. I whenever, I, sure. whenever I get near it. Because I, I wouldn't listen if you're not wearing it. Or well, if you fearing. listen, then you'll hear it. God damn it. <laughs> And if you're thirsty as we listen, you can beer it. Oh, you can beer it so good. Sometimes I, it happens on the podcast. I think uh, in, in this week's movie, Paul Kersey yeah. uh, maybe had one too many beers. because he's uh, Was that his in problem? O- in over his head this time. Yeah, it should have been called Death Wish 4 in over your head. Yeah. <laughs> Death Wish 4, what am I doing? Death Wish 4, bad ideas are here. Death Wish 4 million, that's how much I got paid yeah. to do this fucking <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Death Wish 4 what? For, for what? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 uh, you know, we were at a huge high last week with Death Wish, Massive Death Wish 3. And uh, it were, it's bringing us down a little bit this week. With uh, While there were some moments and we had some laughs. We were optimistic, but we knew eventually this movie was coming. This, yeah. We it, didn't know at what point in the franchise we were getting this movie. But we finally got we it. We finally got it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Death Wish 4. This yeah. week on the podcast, Death Wish 4. A lot less rape, though. No rape. But, yeah, yeah, we mentioned. Dream rape was averted, but we talk about it that. It was averted, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this week on the podcast, Death Wish 4, The Crackdown. It's the best of the worst.
you asked. Um, what did I ask? When we were watching this film, Death Wish for the Crackdown. I'm pretty sure I had a lot of questions. But uh, you yeah. know, how much did Bronson get paid this time? Yes. He got paid. The, okay, the film was budget. Uh-huh. Five million dollars. Oh, did he get paid? Like, how much did he get paid? Four million dollars. Oh, my God. Almost the entire budget for the movie went to him to be in this. Honestly, he's the only reason to fucking watch it. I got this. Um, we finally got there. When we're like, here we are. We, weakest, we did. Weakest of the bunch. It sadly is the weakest of the bunch. There's a lot of things. I mean, it's just. This was the highest selling Death Wish title on home video, though. Weird. Home video was getting real big at the time. That's 87. true. That's true. And it would have been new. And you want to, you like the other one, so you got to go pick up this one. Yeah. And you, that mean, makes you sense. didn't go to theaters to see it because you're like, oh, it's not really a theater going movie. Right. But, you know, it's the. It's one that you would still want to see because you're invested. Right. And I mean, that was a whole, it's a new thing. Can you imagine? I mean, video stores are so new. And it's a store, it's a whole building. But think about this. You're living your life, you see movies in theaters, and then when they're out of theaters, unless they put them back in the theaters, you don't get to watch them. Then all of a sudden, all these buildings show up, and these places and plazas, you can just go and rent as many movies as you want. There Was was there a limit? You could probably go and rent like 80 movies if you wanted to. They wouldn't cut you off, right? Right. Want to have fun? Right. Here you go. Apparently this wasn't the, the, the plot of this movie where basically Kersey pits two gangs against each other. Uh-huh. Working for somebody else. That guy ends up being a gang later. I like that. Uh, in the drug gang. It gets complicated. It does. Uh, I mean... But there were two other premises originally written for this movie. Okay, were they there better? Were three different scripts written. Were they better? Uh, well, one, it said, uh, featured Paul Kersey struggling with a crisis of conscience and trying to reconnect with his girlfriend from the second movie. She probably didn't want to come back, did she? Uh, she was uh, struggling with Bright's cancer at the time. Oh. So unwilling to reprise her role. Fair. But they wanted to have the same actress. That's a cool idea. And they wanted to have, like, you know, he's having this, like, after the third movie, like, a whole crisis with his... Well, yeah, he just murdered... He just... Mindset and... But that makes sense. That pulls back to Paul's roots of being a conscientious objector. Maybe Revenge Man has started to realize I've just become Murder Man. And maybe maybe I'm not doing what I should be doing. And she left because of him being murder man. So right. if he was done with that, it would make sense to have. But then, of course, he would just reconnect with her and she'd get murdered. She wouldn't survive that movie. Right. She would get blown away. So what's the second? What's the other premise? The other premise was that Kersey going goes after international an international terrorist. Oh, okay. But it was rejected because there was another movie coming out at the time that they were putting out called Wanted Dead or Alive with uh, Rutger Hauer. So, so they, Paul Kersey couldn't go after a terrorist? starred Rutger Hauer and Gene Simmons. Great. Yeah, can't compete with that. So they, so they decided to, uh, you know, not go that route since sure. they didn't want two movies... Uh, you know, people would just be like, oh, what's this, another same thing? But, uh, so they went with this, this plot instead. Drug plot. Very similar to, uh, influence of the, uh, Kira Kurosawa film, Yojimbo. Yeah. Where two, you know, two groups are set against, uh, each other in a similar fashion. And then you find out there's a third group. Right, yeah. This time you f- this in this you find out there there's a third group. Uh, uh, speaking of like three uh, three things in the first three movies, you know, lots of uh, unfortunately lots of rape going on. No rape in this one. Attempted rape. It was dream rape. It was a dream rape. Oh uh, God, why is it called that? It's what it was, guys. I don't want to tell you. Nightmare rape. I think most rape is a nightmare. Most all. How about all rape is a nightmare? So yeah, the, uh, but this is the only death, death wish film in which no bare breasts appear on screen. I mean, there was a severe lack of dropping quality. <laughs> That's what it was. Well, I mean, there was like there wasn't like a reason for that to happen. His 
girlfriend's daughter, she's barely in it, and just she dies an overdose on cocaine. Yeah. She sold like a bad batch. Yeah, she sold most likely on purpose. Absolutely on purpose. Uh, so this uh, get the ball rolling on this whole entire scam. Right. You got to get the get the wheels. You need to get turning. You need to get, you, you know this guy. You know, we'll call him Nathaniel White. Yeah. Nathan White. Yes. It's not really his name. We never know his real name. They don't say it, do they? No. He's Nathan White. Yeah, we right. We don't know who right. he is because Nathan White is not is really some other man. Yeah. Um, I mean, this guy put a lot of effort into this. Uh-huh. Putting all these things into place. Yeah. Being in this house that's somebody else's uh-huh. for like for a, a couple of weeks. He, he said the guy was gone for three months. Yeah, months. He like knew this guy was going to be gone. Uh-huh. His alias, what to call. All these steps. You know what I want to do? Just to get Paul Kersey. Do you know what I want to do? Because you kept asking the question as we were watching it. How does this guy know all this stuff? Then you find out he's a bad guy dealing drugs. You know how he maybe knew about this? What if fucking Nathaniel White, how he knew to get inside his house and knew all this information about when he's out of town? What if this guy is a fucking CIA? What if he's CIA? Which guy? The main bad guy. Oh, I thought you meant the real Nathaniel White. No, he just he's just an old man who was out of, on vacation. No, I'm not even talking about the real Nathaniel White. <laughs> Dumb. The guy, because that would explain everything. And drugs, CIA agents have been notorious, especially in movies, known to go wild. We don't know who he is, what he does. And he's jacked into everything. And he's destroying two gangs to make his own little gang, to funnel who knows what into the country or make what. He's talking to somebody on the phone. He could have been talking to the agency there. Or other agents, corrupt agents. Yeah. I mean, because you don't explain, it's never explained how he knows or is doing anything. That's the only easy fix to explain everything he knows and does. This guy worked for the CIA. Right. I'm sticking by it. And especially if there's movie plots in here about maybe he Bronson would have gone overseas to battle a you know, t- domestic ter- or t- terrorist, an international terrorist. Mm-hmm. Just maybe the, the writer's room had some of these ideas floating around to bring in, you know, a different element. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying he's a CIA agent. I don't know how else to explain he very, it. He very well could be. Otherwise, he's a, just a straight-up supervillain, which, I mean, you can be both, I guess. The, uh... All I know is I'm going to start wearing denim shirts and pop my collar and wear a chain on top of my shirt. <laughs> I think it'll be a good look. It would be a good look. What's this guy doing? It's interesting. There's another version of this movie, too, an early draft where... The girlfriend is murdered by crooks. Now and as Paul, fighting the urge to return to his vigilante ways, captures the crooks and hands them over to the police. What? Then they get out and kill? They, well, they yeah, they get out. <laughs> on a technicality. He's like, it fuck, I tried. vigilante once more. But then they felt like it, the series was too cerebral and uh, didn't feature enough action. Yeah, where, where this one is just kind of... The cerebral shit is why I like the first two. The third one's like the grand climax of the first two. That's yeah. why it gets a pass, because it's out of this world. It's like an hour of chaos. That's fine. It really is. It's an hour of chaos. I would have enjoyed a doubting Paul Kersey. Like, all right, maybe I've been doing this since 1975. Maybe I gotta stop killing people. Like, the answer is he keeps killing people, but to think about it is nice. Right. Like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. And they were also going to, uh, they toyed with the idea of having Kersey, instead of having, like, a surrogate daughter, because he's already oh, I get... lost daughters, they're going to have a surrogate son instead, named Eric. Son would be cool. Right. Think about oh, the yeah. name. Yeah, instead of Erica, right. They were going to go with Eric, and then they're going to change it. it to Erica. Right, because I mean, the main thing with the daughters and stuff is so you, you know they, they 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 can revel in the bad guys raping them. So if it's just a kid with drug overdose, I mean that makes sense. You know, why not have Paul lose a son and a daughter? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, really fuck him up. It's interesting though. The guy who directed this uh, actually yeah. worked with um, Jay Lee Thompson. Is a guy. Okay. They've uh, they worked together on nine movies. Oh my god! Only well, this one Death Wish, but nine other movies. Jeez. These two worked on together. 
Who dating did? Ba- Bronson and the director. Oh shit! Dating back to '76. They they that's amazing. Teamed up nine times because they because they lost the original director for the first three Death Wish movies. Right. He, well, his grand vision was fi- finished. He's yeah. like, I did my part. Yeah. He didn't want to come back. No. He had nothing to. And it's funny because it's uh, you see from the writer of uh, the movie, you know, he understood that Canon producers Golan and Globus wanted a mindless movie with nonstop action. So that's why he came up with so many cartoonish action scenes. Yeah, because they were. But that's... this wasn't as this wasn't as like outrageous as the last one. No, the end obviously, where he blow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he shoots a man with a missile. He does. Like it, it's like the only thing I can think of that's close to that is in Rambo: First Blood Part Two, he shoots that exploding arrow. Yeah. At that guy standing on uh-huh. the rocks and like blows him. Boom. But that's done better. Right. This is done with like a, a dummy in place, which the, is obvious you the need dummies, to do. The dummy's fine. But I'm not even okay cut, with it. They needed to cut like... Just a little bit more. A little before they did. Because you see the dummy. Oh, here it comes. And it is one of the... War- there no. are two times. Yeah, there's no... This, is, this doesn't two compare. Two times in this movie where we see a glimpse. Yeah. And it's a good enough glimpse where you can pause on it. Oh man! And look at it oh, like man. in a legit way. I will be posting pictures of these on the Instagram account, so everybody can see what these fucking things look like. They look exactly like they're supposed to. It looks just like Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, yes, is in this movie. So twice yeah. at the end and once earlier on, there are these horrific. <laughs> they're not good. Looking dummies. They're not in place. They're not good. The last dummy in place for the main bad guy. When he gets blown up, is acceptable because they legitimately blew up the dummy. Yeah. The other one, where Danny Trejo and another man are sitting at a booth, there and that one's even more noticeable that it's dummies. Absolutely. There's no reason they're that they're dummies. It's a bad scene. It's a fake explosion that happens. They had to have, and then there's part of a real one. Yeah, you so notice they, that you see like a table on fire. They I burned wonder, it. I wonder if they did like an explosion it thing, bad. and it looked like shit, but they still had that cut of that those dummies, and they just used that with a fake fire thing, and then uh-huh. used that re- end of the real thing to look like it. Yeah, but that's fine. Cut that's out the beginning poor part. Editing. Cut out the beginning part where you see the dummies. Then. The dummies are amazing. I don't even. They're great. S- being able to see that. They're winning me I've over. I've seen so many horror movies with like bad, like, you know, dummy in like the cutting and, you know, you know, they use like a fake yeah. hat or. Fa- and and I, looks- I see dummies every day. <laughs> it's true. The. Uh, but yeah, it's just like these dummies look so bad. It might be one of the worst. Like, it's not. You could good. almost call it a, a movie mistake. Like where they you left could. that little like clip in, but I don't think they meant they didn't they meant to leave that in. Yeah, it's like those, and it's so bad. It's not. It's good. like one of the worst things I've ever seen Again, in a movie. We're still talking about it because it's not. I mean, it stands I'm, out. It ruins it. And almost. this movie is is it awful? It's, it's the fine. it's the worst of the four of the yeah. four so far. It's significantly worse. But like that, it's not that crazy. It's not that smart. Paul Kersey's supposed to be a master shot, and he's not. But he's almost not even like he's almost like not even himself because he is like the puppet this time, right? And it's kind of annoying to me. I don't like Paul Kersey being in that role. No, it wasn't cool. He, Paul Kersey shouldn't be the puppet, and two, he's sloppy. Well, yeah, him he's being, so sl- the character is so sloppy this time. It's it's not. It's a very it's a it's a departure from from uh, the Paul Kersey we know and love. I mean, right, he texts all these places in broad daylight without even wearing a mask. Doesn't make any sense as he tries to put the gangs against each other. So many, he, he gets caught by so many people. There's so many eyewitnesses that can call him out. Easily. What's this guy look like? In oh, that this? one scene where they go to, like, where they're doing, like, manufacturing all the coke. It's a whole factory plant. This guy, so many people see his face. It's just, I just don't even. It's bizarre. I, I don't understand why did, why did take the Kersey character, who's been such... I mean, in the last movie, he definitely was, like, not as much, like... He was still, like, doing things sly-ish. 
No, he was. To a point to where it turned into all-out war. Yeah, but when it was war, then it's like, well, here we are. But when it's war, everybody's going to town, and, and the cops aren't around to see his face and stuff like that. And the people living in the apartment complex are, like, on, on his side. Yeah, so, so it's the, the people versus yeah. the, the gangs. It's just, I just don't, I don't like... It took three movies for me to be like, oh... Uh, remember last time in the movie, yeah. his love interest who died in a really absurd uh, car explosion. Uh huh. She was about like thirty two, and he was like sixty something. Yes. So this time he's sixty six years old. How old is this? This woman was thirty four. He likes that. And the uh, the age. actress playing the daughter of yeah. the thirty four, only thirteen years younger. Than mom. Than mom. I mean that. That shouldn't happen. No. It should at least, I mean, like... There was a 13-year-old dead prostitute in this movie. They made sure to show that. Well, I mean, you just saw her dead slit-throat head. Right. It's not like we saw her being a prostitute. But there was mention of child porn by one of the gangsters. Yeah, who who worked worked, in a video store. Yeah, worked in a video store. As his cover. And then got other video store employees killed. They were also gang members. Yeah, they had guns. It was an entire gang-ran video store. yeah. Zipper was probably a thing. Oh, yeah. Easy, big, again, drug deal. Pop it, popping up into different places. Easy money laundering scam. For yeah. sure. Video stores. Absolutely. Small, small mob and pop video stores. You probably, so many people probably rented from ones uh-huh. that were just scams. Right. Like they sold movies, but like they're pumping their own illegal like money into they were, it. They were doing something else in the behind Clean the it scenes. Up. Clean up and, those dollars. And then making extra money renting videos. Mm-hmm. The money renting videos was probably meaningless to them. Yeah, it's just superficial. You look at their books, like people were renting. Like <laughs> people rented so many movies. <laughs> like if you looked at, you know, because they got right. got to clean the money, so it's got to have a paper trail. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, and this and it's just interesting though to have. Uh, I guess what after the third one, you know, he has a in the third one, he had a, his friend die. It's a tough act to follow. And basically, he's almost impl- like employed by the police to like take down this gang and this gang the gang leader last time like had this like vendetta against him uh-huh. so like paul like being a vigilante again kind of made sense and his friend died so it was like revenge yep. and this time it was kind of revenge but it's like weak loose like she died because overdose on drugs so now he wants to kill drug dealers it's like he's, i mean i'm okay with that he, it's like a very loose vigilante this time well, he the drugs kill him, so he wants to go after the people who did it. But yeah, also, I mean, he shouldn't be that easy to manipulate. Like he didn't ask any questions. He thought about, excuse me, for like a couple of days, and then basically joined this man he didn't know and became murder man for him. Like that's, he became a hired assassin. Right. He was a yeah. Paul Kersey was a mercenary. Yeah. Cool. I just don't. I I know. It's, I don't like it's, that for the rough. character. It's rough. That's what but I mean, we, Revenge Man, his judgment gets clouded. So, I mean, I can yeah, just because accept... Because of Erica's death. I can accept that's why then, like, when he's already... Because, like, he's just like, well, this isn't too much... Like, me watching it. Like, this isn't in his head. Like, this isn't too different than what I'm going to do anyways. So I'm just going to, you know, jump into bed with this guy, have him supply me all my weapons, and I'm just going to... He's going to give me all these sources to kill. This might be even easy. I don't have to research to be a creep. Yeah, I just he, go into town and start killing. He immediately went after... Yeah, he did. He like, was Paul, he, Paul well, Kersey. He, yeah, he like you know followed the boyfriend of Erica, who ended up being like a Scum. good guy. Oh yeah, the boyfriend was cool. Yeah, yeah, he was like you know like upset that it happened. Yeah. Uh, you, you he know. confronted the drug dealer. He wasn't too smart though, but yelling at the drug dealer, "I'm gonna go to the cops," and that means you're going to jail. Especially yelling at him that stuff behind the arcade next to the bumper car thing that's making lots of noise. And I, you notice they did that twice. The whole thing of like. Wherever they were at, the thing making a loud noise and uh-huh. purposely doing that. It's yeah. kind of bothering me a little bit. What? The bumper car one wasn't as excessive, but the roller skates was like, all right, enough already. Yeah, I get skate, it. They're skating. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Skates. I get it. But yeah, he ended up getting stabbed. And Paul kills that guy. In a cool way. Movie, as far as up to that point, like, I'm on board. This is Paul Kersey yeah, stuff. he shoots him, and then yeah. the guy falls on top of the cage for the... Bumper cars, uh, and if you know anything about bumper cars, you, it's all electric it's, on the top. It's all electric. And it's like, you know, and the guy gets electrocuted. Yeah, he does. And, uh, and, and you know, right away, though, the cops are kind of like, almost like too smart. Like, how could, 
Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Why would they even think of what? Of a vigilante right away. Because the story what? of the vigilante is a pretty big deal. Right, but it happened so long ago in L.A. You know, when he murdered the, that other gang. Yeah. And even though it's a big deal. It's a big deal. That guy was associated with gangs. I think, like, their first inclination should be... Gangs. Gangs. Yeah. There's, uh, you have a fake George Takai in this movie. I mean, he's fine. He's just a guy. I'm just saying. He's just a guy. All I could... He's fake Sulu. He's he's not okay. fake Sulu. All right. There's other Star Trek players actually in the movie. There Corey. is a second time in, in the Death Wish movies. Yeah. There's somebody uh, a Star Trek person, Lieutenant Commander Tuvok. Tuvok, S- from Starship Voyager from Voyager, mm-hmm. and uh, also we the reoccurring early on celebrity type uh, role, yeah. Danny Trejo. We Danny mentioned Trejo. before. Yeah. So it's it was like his fourth movie he ever did. Was uh, Death Wish for the Crackdown? It's cool. But yeah, the cops they're like so quick to just jump on the vigilante bandwagon. Well, there's a reason though that they skewed the vigilante, right? There's a reason. It was just like, oh, this guy died, and he was a drug dealer. He was not a good person. Yeah, but didn't something happen after that? Like there was something. There was something more. We just fucking watched it. Wasn't there's well, anything? There was... They get the license part of the license plate, and they look up. The blue. They look up the one. And they, and but well, this that's, is when that's after he's. Yeah, they're already. Like, I just feel like they just jumped too quick for the vigilante like thing. They may have. And honestly, the uh, fake George Takai, he didn't even really care. If it, he didn't didn't really care that it's a vigilante or not, mm-hmm. he just wants to find out who it is because he was dirty. Yeah, and working was. with uh, the what we thought was the main bad guy, Zacharias. Yeah. Uh, who was a, you know, very typical 80s drug dealer bad guy. Almost reminded me of the bad guy from Roadhouse. Yeah, more a, a more ethnic version of that guy. Uh, yeah, the Romero brothers. The Romero uh, as well. Yeah, the Romero brothers as well. Because you see, these two gangs had a truce. So the whole plan um, from Paul's employer was to, and supplier of information and weapons, was to start a gang war and have them just wipe each other out and just take them, take them both out for the good of America. That's how he sold it to Paul. Yeah, and like Nathaniel White, or Nathan White, he like, how, I wonder how he knew that Paul was revenge man. CIA. He had all the documents, all the research. You don't think they're investigating, like... They don't talk about what happened in New York in the third movie, but, I mean, a lot of things happened in New York. There's a man running off a rocket launcher mowing people down. The gang wars of New York. Gangs of New York. I mean, that that whole situation had to be on the news. Absolutely. You know they, they looked into that, like, what the fuck happened here? One man? What are you talking... Because like, that was a story, even though... Because you know the good people in New York wouldn't have given them up. They're like... Right, the whole neighborhood basically probably said that they all banded... Which they did help out, uh-huh. so they probably just, like... You know, we banded together and we took down... With those this. gang guys that they were able to find afterwards. Like, there's one guy, this one guy's fucking crazy. Who's this one guy? And then you can piece that shit together. Right, you trace it back to the detective The Yeah, the detective who let him go and helped him. Who, yeah, who's the one that's like, hey, you know... Well, that guy died. I forgot about that. That guy got shot. He died. No, he lived. Oh, he was in the apartment with him at the end, but he did get shot. He, he got shot, die. but he lived. Yeah, he lived. he lived. Well, as far as we know. He lived. We didn't see him... Well, again, Paul, Paul Kersey just... uses a rocket launcher in the middle of an apartment. We should have killed everyone involved, but that's fine. Yeah, I'm glad he used a rocket, like a missile launcher again. Yeah, at one, one person. He's a good shot. He used it at multiple cars. He did. Uh, one person was driving a car. Tuvok was. He's done. Uh, a good, bo- a good, a good, another good use of a bo- of a dummy in the car. Didn't see the dummy though. You just saw the dummy burning. Uh-huh. That's the way you do it. I mean, it's not a hard problem to you solve. You see the dummy in the car from far away. It shouldn't even be a problem. It blows up. It should not even be a problem. It shouldn't be. Paul Kersey's a great guy. I just... He's he should have asked more questions. He was clouded by revenge. He should have asked more questions. He was just... He, what Really, he was he was in over his head. Well, once he decided to take on two gangs... He was upset. His, like... This girl he felt like was his new daughter. He says in the movie, she feels like my own daughter. The right. collective groan from the two of us was too much to handle. Right there. No, Paul. Right Stop. There. Yeah. She was an artist. She liked architecture drawing and stuff. 
God damn it. And the pulse, he had his own business now. He wasn't he working for the same firm that he no, was working for. No, it was him. Before. Him and associates. So he was a man. He was the name on the door. Yeah. And they mentioned, like, you know, it's been like two years since the last move. Well, two years since he moved, since he's been with that woman. Uh-huh. So you have to assume that two, well, about two years since the last events of the last movie. He hooks up these, these younger women real quick. <laughs> the other lady it. was like super quick. At least these this these two they're dating for a little bit. The other lady was ready to be like marry me, and they knew each other for like a couple days. And the third one, yeah, yeah, she was crazy. Yeah, I and said she that. Blew I, up I, in a car. Yeah, and that's like, what the hell is that she about? Got punched in the face. Yeah, and blew up in a car. Yep. The scene still makes me laugh because it's so insane. Well, from both of them glaring at each other to the long smiles up into the punch. In the face and the the push down the down the hill and the explosion. It's third one's good. Third one's good. It's, this is just, the fourth one. Just makes me appreciate that one so much yeah, more. The fourth one had its moments. Like the guy blowing up at the end was pretty great. Yeah, it's like it's still it's fine. It's that was like really absurd and cartoonish and over uh-huh. the top. He's throwing but, bombs everywhere and blowing up. Yeah, throwing dynamite. Just he went in that room where they're, where they're um, doing all the coke. Uh huh. Just like I'm okay with that stuff. Then made it threw a dynamite bomb in there. But then there's like bombard, bombarded by all these guys because he's out in the middle of daylight just like doing this shit. He's this was this was um, Paul Kersey playing Grand Theft Auto. It really was. And just like I don't care. Really, this is like a Grand Theft Auto story. Uh-huh. Employed by somebody, it's and then Grand that Theft person Auto. ends up turning on this you. This is Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, like Rockstar watched mm-hmm. this, and this then Grand, they this turned is, this into yeah. their games. This is Grand Theft Auto. The same story happens in at least two of the Grand Theft Auto games. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it just came to me just now. Yeah. That's what that is. It really and is. And then just like, you know, who cares about cover? If you run away, the heat goes away as long as you hide for a little bit. No one... Yeah. And then these two gangs meet up. You mow them down. You start using your sniper rifle. You kill a cop. And you kill a, sh- a dirty cop. I mean, yeah. This is the only to I mean, other to other cops who aren't dirty and don't know that that guy's yeah, dirty. No idea. It's I mean, very hard to explain to them why that you killed him. Right. And when you say he was dirty, they're just supposed to believe you. Yeah. No, you killed a cop. This guy who was this His man's friend, friend. Right. You need more evidence than that. You can't just be like he is dirty. He's working with Zacharias. I tried to he tried to kill me, so I killed him. Like, cool story, bro, but I what else you got? Yeah. Tell me more. I mean, Zacharias, that guy, two uh, weird things about him. Uh one, he ate a birthday cake candle that was lit. I don't know why he'd he do that. I thought he was just gonna pick up well, So did I. He had the candle yeah. or the cake with like the naked woman on it. Uh-huh. The candles were on her on her nipples. Uh, there was those the were so the they said there was no boobs but there were on the cake. Uh, it's like cartoon boobs. Yeah, it was no bare breasts, just cartoon breasts. There were, you couldn't even yeah you couldn't even see the nipple because the candles were hashtag, so it was censored. Hashtag cake boobs. Nope, not not on board with that. <laughs> no. Which one are you more on board with, gang hang or cake boobs? Pastry tt. No, it's not working. Pastry tt. I'm trying. It's not working. I don't want to play this game. Pastry titties? I don't want to. You said it better. I don't want to talk about gang, gang hangs. Gang hangs or cake boobs. Cake boobs just sounds like blah, blah. It's got a better name than that. I, uh, like, think, I don't know. Think of something. Put some put some thought into it. Right? This is why this podcast exists. Baked goods. All right. We're moving on. <laughs> That's enough. So, yeah, That's he took, enough. He did, blew out his candles except for one. Yeah. Took that one off the cake. You thought he's just gonna pick it up and blow it out? And like... No, I thought he was gonna like close it in his mouth, like like put out the flame in his yeah. mouth. Because that's like a, I guess it's a tough guy move. Yeah, you put cigarette out in your mouth, type of thing. Stupid tomorrow's thing. Well, this is topical because tomorrow is my birthday, so I'm gonna put out all my candles that way. <laughs> I was gonna eat all my candles. <laughs> I just eat them eat, all. Yeah, when I, yeah, if I have a cake, I'm just gonna eat all the candles. Hopefully, they're all like those trick ones, so they just don't, they don't go out. I'm also going to swoosh gasoline around my mouth okay. as I eat the candles. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. Yum. The uh, Yeah, but he eats a whole, but he eats the candle. He eats it. And then he makes a joke later that the candle tastes better than the cake. What are you doing? You're an idiot. <laughs> He's an idiot. How do you run? I said it when we were watching it. So how, many how can, how can How can all these idiots, but I mean, idiots run companies all the time. You know? Just because you know how to sell drugs real good doesn't mean you're a fucking moron. 
But and, uh, the other thing I was going to mention about Zacharias is uh, when he is one of the weirdest runners ever. When he's running away from all the gunfire at the oil fields during like this mass It's like someone, shootout. someone wrapped a belt, an invisible belt around his arms and plastered them to his side so he could only move his forearms. And he ran like a... Like he's a like, T-Rex. He ran like a T-Rex. And he sounded like a T-Rex, too. Yeah, he was just going... <laughs> it was real. He was try- He was yeah. clearly saying the name of that guy who ended up working with yeah. Nathan White. But it didn't sound like a name. It was just... Oh. Like, why is he making that noise while the, running? The oil field showdown. And that showdown was cool. It was cool. Lots of, guy, lots of guys dying. That one guy got shot and then, like... Went through that window real awkwardly. Hey, he headbutted the window. There was a few times where it was like, is that supposed to... There was like, so much I... force. And like when that guy got in the van and the van took off before he was fully in it. Oh man, he could have. that guy could have got hurt real he... bad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people in this movie could have got hurt real bad. And like when the van drove away, the door was still like flapping open. You could at least close the fucking van door when you drive. It's instinct. That's the only thing that would happen in movies. Whenever any normal person gets into a van, they close the door. Right? The door just doesn't flap open. Yeah, Nathan White also had dirty cops. He had his own cops that were dirty. Uh, yeah, I think those were like they just dressed up as cops. Oh, they right? weren't real cops. Because yeah, the, the one of his guys stole says something car. about like he could have the cops after us. And you would think if he had the cops in his pocket, he'd be like, "Well, we have some other ones." But right. he doesn't say it. He's like, "Oh shit!" Right. Kind of like, "Well, That's true. you just had two cops in your pocket." But I think they just had a cop car. And this were cops. And they just had like playing cops. Yeah. Just because that guy just isn't even like he just goes back like into the background playing cops and Bronson. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, and those guys when they take him away and arrest him, uh, Paul car- causes their car to crash and they get all fucked up. Yeah, but see, they didn't die though. The di- the one didn't. Die. Well, we didn't know if the other, the other one. I don't know, don't know. But Paul was like fine. You could have at least like nowadays. You know, scratches. Now nowadays that same scene will happen and it'll be just as ridiculous. But they'll like make him up like he got hit, like he bumped right. his head. And he wasn't buckled in. No, and the, he had ripped apart the cage dividing the back seat and the front. Yeah. The front section of the cop car, so that metal is like flying around. I mean, just uh, this movie is a cartoon. It's a video game. This movie is a. It's a video game. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Uh, one one other thing I want to mention too is that guy Frank Baragas. Yes, that was his name. And it, the interactions between he was one of the gangsters yes. for the Romero. Group. He was cool. And uh, again, Paul's so sl- another thing that happens because Paul's sloppy. Yeah, but I like the interaction between that guy and his wife. They were it was great. It was hilarious. Yeah, they were it was good. Just some little back and forth. Like, like how do you how do I look? And he's like like shit. Yeah, and she's like, fuck you, papa. Like, they're just like this banter back and forth of like insulting each other. And then I love, like, yeah, he just keeps berating her and she's, you know, yelling at him back. And then they go into the, because uh, he's, when they're walking to the elevator, he says, the other dress I would have bought you would have been easier to put on. And she's like, well, this one will be easier to take off. What are you complaining about? And he taps her butt and goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, he also says, I like their, I like their relationship. You'd fit in it if you weren't eating like a whore. Yeah, yeah. Cut back. The, well, yeah. So, whatever his interaction with his girlfriend, wife, whatever she was, I like the relationship actually. Yeah, because it it's funny. Because well, because when he says like I don't know, it's almost like admitting like I'm just being an asshole. Like I'm just, yeah. I'm just being. That's this just is, a, this is how we play with each their other. The thing is like yeah. that they're just assholes to yeah, each other. Yeah, we play with each and other. That's like their yeah. fun mm-hmm. thing they do. He he gets pushed onto out of a window and lands on the top of the limousine. First limousine. pushed through a TV. Yeah, old TV, big TV, a lot of shit inside. Yeah, lots of bad stuff. <laughs> Some lead. Yeah, not good. Uh, you know, from that CRT glass. I kind of I like that guy. It's a shame that he had to go. Yeah. Because the whole point. Well, all the gangsters died. So the whole point was to bug that to get leads. That was like what the yeah. what the, was said. So then, well, they, he was eventually going to kill that guy. Eventually, but the point was they were going to use this guy's house for leads. And the night Paul puts the bugs in the guy's phone, he gets he has to murder him. Yeah. Because Paul. He's, he's clouded. Yeah, he's real sloppy. It's not good. He was so precise before, keeping his guns in different locations. He does have a cool place for his guns in this one, in a cabinet behind the refrigerator. Yeah, this fucking cabinet with his with his M6, missile like launching. Yeah, missile launching. And he has a, a lot of big guns this time. He does. He only uses. I wish he he was strapped. I want it. Basically, I want him looking like Rambo. He always grabs like a few guns. I want him strapped, but that's not what Revenge Man does here. No. But yeah, he's and yeah, I just the really one the one thing that bothered me most about this movie was the 
character being so sloppy because it's just not he's not sloppy he like it's it's like a he's an older guy now maybe he's not as his craft isn't as honed like maybe that's a human flaw in Paul Kersey in this one and he doesn't pay enough attention to get duped by this guy when somebody's just like I'm gonna pay for all and he tells him this a sad sob story about how um his wife had died and then his daughter had died using drugs which just so happens to be the exact same scenario he engineered for Paul to suffer through. Right. I mean, people just need to figure out some background on Paul and just realize not to get close to him. I mean, because what he could says possibly, all, what all... happen in the next one that causes him to be a vigilante again? I don't know. Maybe he has dementia. This guy's killing everyone. They have to stop him. I'm only I'm only excited for this next one because Michael Parks is in it. Michael Parks is a fucking great actor. Yeah. So I'm pumped that Michael Parks is running around with Bronson this time around, but I just the last three we watched I left on a high, like I was like like yeah like you know I was talking like I gotta buy these. The this t- one I'm like oh the man. The tagline for the next one is no jury, no appeals, no deals. Hmm. Death Wish Five: The Face of Death. In the dream he vision he has where he prevents a, he stops a rape. I I if things were gonna go that way I, well, the movie would have been better. If he's mean? if he's just out doing revenge man stuff, yeah, right. It's they decided to give him like an agenda, like it's right. Revenge man stuff is like better. after the third one where he basically just full on, yeah, just keep doing that and give like an extra reason. Like why can't he just this? This seems like in a comic series, this would be this is a story that happens and it's something different and it's over with. It gets away from the core of the character. But I'm all about getting away from the core of the character and change stuff up. Like if he decides not to kill people, that'd be a change in the character. If he's like, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. Maybe I'm getting too wild. Or maybe if he was getting sloppy, maybe that's when he's like, man, this is... Like he doesn't even reflect on like what's happening. Like if he was sloppy and he's like, I gotta get my shit together somehow. Like this is... Or if he went back to Nathan White and yelled at him, like, this isn't working. Like, what you, like, maybe he's just following orders and going where he tells him to go at certain times. So at some point, if he was like, we got to do this, because he says he's going to do it his way, and his, this is not his way. Right. Not normal Paul Kersey way. Right. So if he would have interacted with Nathan and been like, hey, maybe not, maybe, maybe this isn't what we should be doing. Yeah. Change things up a bit. Yeah. But he doesn't even reflect on how bad he's fucking up. It's just uh, I, I I just don't know what's gonna happen this next time around. The guy who directed the next one has a track record of looks like garbage, so that's fun. Well, this is the, also the only one you can't buy on DVD because Jeff Bezos owns it. He does own it. You can only watch it on Amazon. Oh, but the guy who directed the next one though. He, there's a movie, a TV movie he did in 2005 called Snake Man. Interesting. So that's a thing that exists. Snake Man starring Stephen Baldwin. Oh, cute. Baldwin and then there's boy. another one called Virus, which at first I thought was that Jamie Lee Curtis movie yeah, we watched. Yeah, that's what I was going to wonder. It's not. It's some action movie starring the boss, Brian Bosworth. Huh. Yeah. Cool. We need to watch a Brian, Brian Bosworth movie. We could. Stone Cold, that should be the one we watch. Yeah. That's the most famous Bosworth. Former, uh, well, at the time he was uh, still in the NFL when he made Stone yeah. Cold, but. Uh, Just man. Man, Brian Bosworth is in so many movies, it's out of control. I really forgot how many movies he was in. Did we mention the main bad guy once he's like that? that he, I was just gonna get to that. That, that he murders the uh, at the end. The main bad guy, at the who Nathan White, who ends up being the main bad guy, essentially. He is so different from when he was the Nathan White that you thought he was. No, he's he's a just like maniac comic villain. He really is. Mm-hmm. Like you pull him straight off the page. See, yeah, he's a CIA operative, corrupt. My backstory makes him more interesting. It makes this yeah. More they should have they should have like threw that in there. I mean, how else like, does he know at the this end shit? When he's, you know, because he's it's and it's also a rare thing for a bad guy to threaten he's going to kill somebody and actually kill that person. It's true. I didn't Especially like it. Especially when it's the girl, when it's like the love interest. I didn't like it, but as far as like the narrative goes, like holy shit, he did it, and he's like, I said I was gonna do it. Yeah. Why didn't you? Why didn't you listen to me? Yeah, and it's like I'm a crazy person. Yeah, I'm a maniac. Don't you know that? I know that. Yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna do it. I did it, and now look what happened. 
But he killed her because she he had her. He was holding on to her. She claws his face. Then he oozes her to pieces. Yeah. But then, dumb dumb, you know this man's got a rocket launcher. As soon as you kill this girl, like you don't have any leverage now. And he sees the body. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, okay. And he's and then the guy's he's probably just gonna shoot him before. Yeah, he got a rocket. No, he's launcher. like, nope, you're getting rocket. You're getting a missile at you. <sighs> Then the cop from earlier, whose partner he killed because he was crooked, probably showed up just in time to see him rocket launcher a man. I wish I would have seen that shot of the guy coming up and just watching a man get rocket launcher. Just, oh my god. So confused and just like, what? And he tells Paul he's going to shoot him. And Paul just drops his gun, walks away, says, do what you want. Or do what you have to. Yeah, like, shoot me if you, you know, shoot me if you need to type of deal. Uh, obviously, he doesn't. Paul just walks away. But Paul's got to leave town, I would assume. I, I don't know. Because he didn't even have a rapport with this cop. A good, like, this guy isn't going to cover for the him. The thing is, this this one was 87. Uh-huh. They didn't make another one until 92. Oh, no. Uh. Now there's that direct to VHS market. It was, like, one of the, like, lingering last, like, canon films. The first, th- the first trilogy is so good. And it's funny because, like, you would think, like, right away in 2, when Canon took the movies over, that's when, you know, just yeah, goes out no, the window. Yeah, no, it builds. It but, does yeah, build. It does build, and it's legit. Like, it's, it's legit. Their initial instincts were correct. This movie was, this movie should have been about him trying to stop. Right? That yes. would have made more sense. The whole story is about Paul I, Kersey as a character. This movie isn't about him as a character. He's just a plot device. Really? Oh, yeah, he really is. And, he, yeah, I wish they would have just stopped at three. I get it. They're trying to do a, th- a thing. They have this, you know, they these guys got the rights to a lot of different things. But they made so many good movies, too. Like, you know, they're, this they're making like shit like Highlander. Right. Like, they're, they're, producing, they're, wild. they're right. producing great movies while at the same time, you know, your Delta Forces and your Death Wish and... Shit are, like that, but then then the Cobra and Invaders from Mars, and you know you have so many things. Shit, they they produced the Robotech movie. Holy shit! Like, and they did Texas Chainsaw Two, yeah, which was bringing Toby Hooper back to do the sequel, and obviously it's a parody ish kind of thing of his original film, but you know it brought the same guy. But yeah, you, they're doing a lot of good shit. But they, maybe that's why things were so good because they did everything. So some things just kind of well, suffer. yeah, they had lots. I mean, they're known for a lot of schlocky craziness. Yeah, but they had some good shit throughout. You know, uh-huh. it's just it's funny too because they also had the rights to the uh, Alan Quartermain. What's that? Which is like the Indiana Jones type. Oh, okay. Other Indiana Alan Quart. There's like. Uh, other comics and books and stuff of Alan Quartermain. It's like, it was like a novel. Sure. King Solomon's Mines. That's like nice. the first one. And then there's a, um, I think that character is also in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Cool. That's the, the one that Sean Connery ends up playing nice. in the movie is uh, Alan Quartermain. Yeah. But they had the rights to that. Jeez. So it's like basically they're gonna like hop on that because yeah, absolutely Indiana Jones is huge. Uh-huh. So they're even making like those kind of movies, and though they did okay, they weren't as you know obviously as, as successful. Oh, they did the Hercules movie too that we watched. That makes a lot Both of sense. Them. Well, we didn't watch the other one, but like Invasion USA, I don't know. I mean, the list goes on yeah, and on of canon yeah, films, going on but it's just interesting though to see like once the '90s hit, they're about done. That the, it was dying out. You know, the brothers are, or the cousins, they're not on the same terms. So it's just, yeah. Business is tough. Yeah. So, and, and, and actually, Death Wish 5 isn't even a canon film. It's like a Globus, oh. whatever. Only one of them produced that one. Sad. So, yeah, sad. So, probably a little womp womp next week when we watch that one. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah. maybe he's going to be better than four. I don't know. That's fine. Bruce Willis will save us. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, uh... I mean, this is... it's Nobody here has seen it. But, like, 
you do just expect it to be something that isn't unique or original in any way whatsoever. Like just like yeah, right. It, make, it almost makes me. I almost don't want to watch it. Cause no, you want to. Because then I'll feel like, come on. You have to. Come on, Eli. You have to. But maybe Eli is why you should hold out and have faith. Eli's yeah, never. But he could have a vision for this movie that is one thing, filmed it, then since it's a big studio picture, they're like, we can't fucking put this out. So then they just cut it up. They could have been. I don't know. I just feel like that's something that would happen to him, right? Yeah, Isn't yeah. that something that would happen to him? He'd take a visionary approach, and they'd be like, no, we want what we paid you for. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's going to take this bloody, you know, over the top, whatever. And it might still be absurd, but it may, might not be. I don't know. I'm just All roads. thinking because I know how Eli Roth, you know, kind of works. All roads lead to Chicago. All roads lead to Chicago. And who knows how you deal with Chicago violence. Like, how is that going to work? Uh... It's Chicago violence is very racial. Very, I was just gonna say that. So like, very what are we do? What are we doing here? Oh Christ! I don't know. So yeah, because his daughter's gonna get raped and murdered by a bunch of. I mean, man, what are we doing here? Well, okay. White bald guy going around killing black guys. I don't know. Well, here we go. Uh yeah. So yeah, next week on the podcast, still going on the Death Wish train. Yeah. Death Wish Five, uh, Face of Death. You can watch on Amazon Prime Video. The other ones you probably had to rent in some way or acquire on uh, Blu-ray or DVD like uh, yeah. we did. But you can uh, watch next week's movie on Amazon Prime Video. So if you have that, uh, check out... Uh, Sweet. Know, Face of Death. Yeah. Death Wish B5. So uh, come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. 